A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have it to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hello. Hi. Welcome to the General Hospital recap for February 20th through 24th covered so much this week it was an insane week this is what i remember it being like yes you know this is what gets you hooked no well, you couldn't wait for the next day <laughs> but exactly that was a bad pun that was a good pun the way, uh, i did get to that but i got some i didn't mean to cut you off there that was a good no pun. you're totally fine <laughs> So we did have one quick correction that apparently, and I'm pretty sure I it was me that said it, that uh, Victor paid for Ava's plastic surgery last week, and it was Valentine. It was Valentine, but I just knew yeah. what you were talking about, or I knew what I was I was talking about. Yeah. If I was the one that messed it up, that I would have never caught it. So. I love that we're both on the wrong same page at the same time. <laughs> yes. Sometimes. It's great. Because we know what we're thinking in our brain. Exactly. And sometimes our words just don't match. Our words don't match our brains? Yes. I have that problem a lot, actually. Yes, me too. So we did have one Port Charles pipeline. So Kathy Parks uh-huh. sent us a message asking, who was JD asking you all the quiz questions on Monday's podcast? If you missed it, we did the quiz at the back of the People Magazine 60th anniversary. And I won. I won. And neither of us apparently know the show at all. <laughs> I just have to point out that I won. I know. I know. I still didn't think of, oh, I have something I can give you. That can kind of be your prize, but it's not really because I've been working on it for a while. But Yes. Okay. He had a Seth Rogen vibe, and I smiled throughout that whole bit. And I just clarified, you know, that's my husband, Shannon's husband, and... He's been on the show a couple of times. Yeah, he's a good fill-in whenever yeah. something's going on with me. And then she asked, was it just me that got the Seth Rogen vibe? And I've never had anybody mention that before. And I I can't even comment because he's just your husband. Like, yeah. I'm used he's to. Yeah. And I talk to him every week. So 
I will say though, when we first started dating, he, so he used to do civil war reenactment, um, even after we were married and then just, you know, life. And there was one time he was calling me on the way back when we were just dating, he was calling me on the way back. And I asked him if he was high. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I don't, that's, that's, I got kids. Like that's a deal breaker. It's illegal is my only issue. Right. I'm not getting into a political debate about this. That is my only issue. Yeah. So I guess I kind of maybe, because I mean, isn't that what Seth Rogen's kind of known for? Is that the definition of Seth Rogen? So I don't know, but no, I've, I've never been told that. And I did ask him, I was like, has anyone ever, has anyone ever mentioned that you sound like Seth Rogen? And he said, no. So thank you, Kathy. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. I'm oh, like, I like Seth not. Rogen. I yeah. think he's a, cause we're best friends. So of course you are. Yeah. And then the day we're recording is February 26th, which is Debbie Lowther's birthday. And tomorrow, well, the day that this is being released. So today, if you're listening on Monday or February 27th, whatever day you're listening to, is Amanda's birthday. Yay! Yes, thank you. Every single year, I say I need to get party party sounds. Clothes, oh, my. thingies. And every year, I don't have them. Yeah, every but year, I do I'm not disappointed that you don't have those. So I was trying to get this together for Christmas and it didn't necessarily work out that way and been working on it for, anyway, it's done now ish. So it's done in time for your birthday. Okay. So it's not necessarily just for you, but I think it's something that we can enjoy together. Okay. Now I'm scared. (laughs) (gasps) Oh my God. It is guess who with all of our characters. All of our GH characters. How did you do this? How did you have time to do this? I like crafting. Oh, my gosh. And my husband's a graphic designer, and he is actually the one who... Oh, I turned up Lucky. Hey. Hi. Oh, and Taggart. I'm just going to memorize. And then Jagger. I'm going to memorize this board, just so you know. Well, so here's the thing, is that there's additional cards, so we only... Ooh. I did get to laminate, so thank you. Oh, I think it's meant. I, <laughs> I flipped Jagger up, and then as I'm going through the cards, the first card I picked up is Jagger, so... Yeah. Happy birthday to me. No. <laughs> there are 24 characters, but then there's a few other sheets that we just need to continue cutting out the small squares. So we can actually swap them out too. And there's obviously so many more that we need to add, but I kind of um, did some of our favorites first. There's, I think I have 48 actually already picked out. So I have one upgrade. I think the people that we have interviewed should have a different color next to them <gasps> than white. Oh. Because that should be our goal, is to have the whole board with a like color streak different... next to it that we've interviewed everyone. Yeah, okay. Color. JD's going to love that request. Okay, I'm. I, I'm. it's not really a request. It's just as I'm looking oh, at it, I'm like, no, you don't, oh. it won't work, though, because what if you can see through the card as we're sitting oh, across from each yeah, other, then we color. would see that there's no border. Okay. I like the idea though. Okay. Everyone that we have interviewed is in in the forty eight. So it's not so. Not all of them are on the twenty four, but they are all included in the first forty eight. This is so cute. And I cannot believe that you took the time to do this. You're a new level of crazy, but I love it. Hello, Luke. Oh my gosh. Yeah, last night was all cutting them out and laminating them. This one fell out. Yeah, I messed up on cutting some of them. It was a learning mm-hmm. curve. Uh, this is so cool. We it need was, to, like, market this and have it out for It Christmas. was a learning curve. I love it. But, yeah. So, 
I can't wait to beat you at this, too. Shut up. <laughs> Didn't I win the board game, though? I think I won the board game. You did win the board game. So there we go. Uh, yeah. I think. I don't know. I think so, too, because I think that I was Alan, and he kept losing points <laughs> for all his affairs. <laughs> I think you're right. So, all the boardroom stuff. It's like, man, he can't. Yeah. Yeah, he was. He was not the best character to yes. pick. So but. we are going to have to pick a day to play that. So Yes. I'm so excited. Thank you. There's just going to be a couple rules that I think there's only one person at this time wearing a hat. So we cannot ask that question. Okay. But both okay. Helena's are in there. Oh. As, well, as JD was cutting them, like he was helping. Oh, he printed them out because, well, he was putting together the cards. Yeah. He printed them out and then I cut them and laminated them and then cut them again. And he's like, I didn't know Elizabeth Taylor was, and then he got the entire dissertation. Of course. On why we even have Helena is because she didn't, did Mikos mention her name during the Ice Princess? That I can't remember. But she came and put the curse on Luke and Laura during their wedding because they, quote, killed Mikos. But I don't know if, I think we knew he was married, but I don't know if we had a name. Probably not. But the whole reason we have Helena Cassidyne as a physical person that we can associate with is because of Elizabeth Taylor. Yes. So he got that whole history lesson. Um, fair. He was sad. He asked at some point. Just a bit. You can't ask me these things. Um, that's really funny that you say that because yesterday I was watching a show with my son and Ryan and it ended. And so it was like, you know, recommended for you what to watch next. And some movie popped up with James Franco and they both were like, Oh, we love James Franco. And I was like, do you know what show he was on? Right. Yep. So, and no characters named after him. Oh, Franco. That would be it. <laughs> he played a psycho killer of all. And Matt's girlfriend is like, Oh no, I didn't know that. She was, very polite and listened to my rant. They just kind of ignored me. It's a good time. Yes. So, yeah. So we're going to play Guess Who sometime. Yay. Thank you. I'm You're so awesome. excited. I just have to finish the rest of the cards, but that's a whole other thing. We can get started on the ones we have. Yes. All right. So any fun things? No? No? Okay. On Monday, Spencer comforts Trina. Yes. They're the new Lucky and Liz. They're so cute. They're the new Lucky and Liz. They like are. they, but we need them to have a different outcome. Yes, a, a more sustainable outcome, please. It's okay for people to fall in love in their early twenties and stay together. It is just throwing that out there. Mm-hmm. It, it can happen. On Tuesday, Heather makes a shocking move. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. On Wednesday, Liz pleads with Scott. I loved everything about that. I don't know. I don't know how I feel. Okay, we can discuss that when we get there. On Thursday, Sunny asks Brooklyn for help, which is none of her business. Nope, I did not like that at all. not okay. But I wanted to know what that new room was, because I was like, the solarium that we talked about. I thought I've never been. That was the one different angle? Yeah. Okay, okay. There was a different angle, because I was like, I don't remember all these things. That was the one that Cody and Sasha were in. It was just during the day. It was Uh, during the nighttime is when Sasha and Cody. Okay, well, there's where my confusion was. That's okay. In February... uh, Nope. On Friday, Dante and Jordan lead an interrogation. Okay. So where do you want to start? Are we just starting on Monday with Trina because we love sure. her? So. Because we actually forgot to talk about last week when we were going on and on about how much we loved Taggart interacting with Trina. Mm-hmm. We forgot to actually talk about what they talked about, where she did bring up 
is this why all the times when I was younger, you would say that's your child. And that is something that is a frequent parent thing that Absolutely. you're blaming the other one when there's something wrong. Not wrong. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, when the kid does anything that disappoints you or frustrates yeah. you, you turn around to your significant other and say, why is your child behaving like right. this? Exactly. And when they're being perfect, you instantly jump to my child is an angel. Yep. So, and I thought that was good because Trina is so mature, but that was such an innocent question. Yeah. Yes. And fair enough. You know, she's not sure. Did he know? And then I feel, and that's what we kind of ended it on. And I feel like maybe he didn't know. I feel like it would have to be in your head, but same thing. You just don't want to question it because especially like Portia said, again, not making excuses for her because that was not the right way to go about it, but they were working on their marriage. Curtis was gone. And so I'm sure that Taggart felt the same way. Bring this up and implode our marriage again. Where are we going to go from here? Plus, if we're trying to work together, now we have to acknowledge this third person because they're going to want to parent their child. If I just ignore the whole situation and I'm ignorant to it all, my little happy family gets to continue. Well, and it's it's the decision that he made. He said, I already forgave you. I already made that decision. So exactly like you said, it might have been something he wasn't ignoring, but it was something that he processed as a possibility and let it go. And because it was never mentioned, right? he assumed she would not hold that secret from him. Yeah. Right. And she's been holding it from herself too. Yeah. So, but, oh, he left saying she is my daughter. I am her dad. I am her dad. Blank, blank period. I hope he doesn't go after Curtis, though. I hope that because he and Curtis have gotten to a good place. I don't see him going after Curtis because it's not Curtis's fault. No. Oh, Curtis didn't hold this secret. And him and Curtis have already made peace. Right. So I feel like everything that he said to Portia is where he's at. He's extremely angry that she would do this. But at the same time, to quote my favorite ex, it is what it is. So here we go. I really Thought it was funny, though, because she was wearing the just married sweatshirt. And she's like, it's literally all I have because we were supposed to be wearing these on our honeymoon. They were a gift from Trina. And I think that she understood the irony and all that. Yeah. Where she's like, yeah, Trina gave these to me and Curtis as a wedding gift. So zip it. So we actually started with Tagger and not Trina how you wanted to. So I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. I can talk about Taggart any day because hearing him say that and claim mm-hmm. his relationship, mm, nothing sexier. Yeah. So Trina was obviously upset by everything and went to the art gallery with Spencer and they had a little smooch smooch and then it looked like things were going to progress and I fell in love with Spencer in that moment when he said, no, we're not doing this here. And she asked, again, an innocent young girl or virgin question of, is the reason why you won't be with me is because it's my first time. And he was like, uh, no, we're just not like, doing this Right in an art gallery. When you're in this. When you're upset. Yeah. I want you to not be using it as something to numb the pain. I want right. it to be a good experience that happens because you want it to happen. And I thought that was so. And the speech that he gave her beforehand. It, okay. I know we're all going to be shocked. 
I teared up. It was beautiful, <laughs> though. It was a beautiful speech. It was. And mm. it was. It was nice to see that side of Spencer that we've all known is there and for him right. to finally get to profess it to Trina. Yes. So she says she can't go home. She has nowhere to go. She says about going back to um, his house. And he's like, oh, no, I can't take that temptation. I'm not that good. Right. And so... He has the idea to take her to Windermere for her to stay with Ava, which was a great idea. I know. If there wasn't everything else happening. Crazy stuff going yeah. on at Windermere. So, yeah, I just, I don't know. I just loved all the scenes with them and how protective he was. And, yeah, it was just cute. Again. I, he was protecting both of them, too. Because. Yes. I mean, but ultimately, he put her first. Mm-hmm. And. We're a sucker for young love. What can we say? <sighs> Especially good young love. Yeah. That's like healthy and just so romantic and so sweet. But there were the comics in Ava's gallery because, you know, the galleries changed out. Yep. And the very first one it showed, it says, Jenner, is that you? And it says, oh, Frank, I fear I might have spent all your money. We know that Frank Valentini is the executive producer. Right. Who's Jenner. I don't know. I like to think that they wrote all that because of that. And then there was another one that had a skyline that had like a little bubble uh-huh. that said, here we are. I love the artwork too, but I also love how excited you get by all of it. It's so cute. There was seriously a butterfly writers. You're listening right now. There was a butterfly portrait in Ava's gallery. I think it was like two or three years ago. I love, love, love. Just throwing that out there. You know, the email address, email me. I would be interested in acquiring it. Thanks. Where did you get your extensive art collection from? The Ava Jerome Gallery. Oh, really? I've never heard of that. Is it downtown? No, it's from Port Charles on General Hospital, a made-up TV show. With uh, real oh. art. With okay. real art. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the dinner parties where those know. conversations are going to happen. It is. I'm, I'm in with you. I would be very happy if you acquired it. And I think the only thing to stay, just to get it, I hate to say get it out of the way, but Curtis went to the Savoy and started downing Yes, some whiskey I or bourbon. I was so happy, mm-hmm. so happy that, what's the bartender Nika. name? Mika. I don't know. There's certain names we all have learned by now. I just can't retain. Mika, I thought for a minute they were going to have a situation happen between the two of them. Much like Spencer was saying, no, don't be hooking up just because you're sad. And I thought, please don't do this to Curtis. He is so much better than that. Right. And they played it exactly how it should have gone. He was drinking. She made a phone call to someone that we didn't know at the time to say, hey, Curtis is in a bad place. You need to come check on him. And then it turned out to be his dad, which I thought was perfect. I thought it was going to see. And my original thought was it's going to be Ms. Wu because she has the place in the back. And so if people come out and see the owner of the Savoy like oh, that. Do it, you think she knows what's going on in the back? I don't think. I don't know. Knows. No, I don't think she. I knows. don't know. I don't think she knows what's going on in the back, but she might know that Ms. Wu is like a partner, I don't right? Know. Like a quote partner, maybe. So you would call, but no, I'm absolutely uh, so glad with the calling of Marshall and they talked. It was really, really nice, and I love that they're finally giving him. Donnell Turner is a great actor. Yes, they're. Giving him a great storyline. It, it stinks, but they're giving him a great storyline. And then was it she was talking with Jordan or she was talking with Curtis before he went, right? And 
he says something about, well, how did Aunt Stella know? And she's like, oh, I think Jordan might have told her. Yes. Kind of appreciate that she's not going down by herself. She didn't throw her under the bus, but she also did not lie and say, oh, I don't know. Stella just figured it out on her own. Like, no, hey, Jordan kind of pushed this along a little bit, too. Yeah, but I don't feel like Jordan's intention was wrong. She was trying to prevent the same thing from happening that happened in their marriage and made it fail of keeping secrets. But that line came so late. If she had started the entire conversation with Portia about with that intention, if that had come when she first approached Portia about it, other than I'm going to tell Curtis, I'm going to tell Curtis, I'm going to tell Curtis. If you don't, I'm going to tell Curtis. It came a little too late. I think it was sincere, but she should have said that. I was going to say, I think that it's still sincere. I do. It's just but she should have said it a long time yeah. ago. Not. And then afterwards, if Porsche's like, back up, then then Jordan has said her piece. Yes. And that's all that she needed to say. And that then that is Porsche's decision. Right. But I just don't want to. I don't want it to come off to Curtis like Jordan was holding the secret to no. try to break their marriage up before it even got started. No, no, no. She was not. No. No, neither do I. I'm just saying, like, that line that she got from her the night before the wedding, yes. right before the wedding, it was a little too late. It was the last chance, though, I feel like, is yeah. when she finally said it. I don't know. I don't even know where to go from all of that. I'm going to divert it back to the young love conversation. Okay. We saw Joss after her first, like, official sleepover, and I felt like that was all just weird. The whole thing felt so forced to me the conversations i was happy for her we're finally in bed like yeah i mean (laughs) and the conversation was sweet where he said to her you know this isn't like a casual thing i i want this to be something older so i mean she probably does have that concern like oh shoot am i just right right so he clarified like no i have actual feelings for you and this is something to me and she you know, lit up and was like, thank you for saying it first. I have feelings for you too, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That was all fine and stuff. But then he leaves bed and starts making phone calls about Pikeman security. Again, do you not realize your apartment's like this big? So of course she's going to get out of bed and be right next to you because your kitchen and your living room are all connected. There's nowhere else in the house for her to go. And then she's like, what are you talking about? Who are you working for? What's Pikeman? These are conversations that you knew were coming. So I was just kind of disappointed with all of it. And the thing is, she's going to be okay with it. And it's everything that she called her mom out on. Yeah. I mean, we knew we were going to have her replay Carly because that's just what the storyline was meant to be. I feel like from the day she was born. But I would like to see a little more kickback. Yeah, she's not accepting it so easily. It's just like, oh, okay, I like you. Sure, we can be in danger. It's fine. Well, and especially where he said, like, Sonny's not going to recover from this. And it looked like she was giving it a little bit of pause. And she's like, well, he's been in my life for a long time, but go ahead. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, and it's, again, she's still benefiting from all of that stuff because Sonny still protects her. And what's going to happen? And I think that's something that she has not thought about is what's going to happen to me if Sonny goes away Mm -hmm. and, and Dex was very adamant that he was not going to tell her who he was working for. Right. Cause it's her brother. Yeah. 
Sticky situation there, man. Mm-hmm. He's going to die. I feel like Dex is going to die. No. I just, there was something about the whole conversation. I was like, oh, shoot. Listen, I have been very wrong lately, so. Michael and Jocelyn are like black widows. Whoever with them have to die. Yeah. No. I don't know. There was just, there was something about the way that he was talking about his timeline. Maybe it was just because he was talking about here are the possible outcomes here. It's either I do this and I'm out in six months or I don't do this and somebody comes after me. Maybe that's where he might not die. I don't want him to die. I don't want him to. There was just, maybe it was just my thinking of when he was giving those explanations. I don't like your thinking. But I have a question. Where the heck did the stupid dress shirt in the morning thing come from? Where? It's dumb. You've never done done it? No. (laughs) So you mean the perfectly pressed? Right. And perfectly cuffed? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. No. I'm sure it was just laying on the floor from the night before. Was it that even the shirt that he was I don't wearing? I think so. Exactly. So what? She just went to his closet and pulled it out because like his shirt's way more comfortable and than her own clothes. T-shirts and sweats aren't. Yeah. Give me t-shirt and sweats any day. Yep. Even if they have the drawstring and they have to be like super baggy, it would make more sense if she would have walked out in just one of his undershirts, like a long white shirt. Okay. Because sure, maybe you don't want to put your own clothes back on and you want something to you know cover yourself. Just a plain white shirt, but I would never take a dress shirt. No. Especially a nice pressed one, like you're saying. That takes way too much time. I'm not ironing for you or paying the dress. No. (laughs) Not happening. I don't know. Hollywood, that's one of the dumbest things that you ever started. I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. It might have been cute the first time. For whatever reason, I'm seeing Doris Day in my head, and it might have been Doris Day that started it. To me, it's one of those things... Like someone's coming in the room and you just need to grab something real quick to cover up. And so his shirt's right there on the floor or the end of the bed and you grabbed it and covered up. Right. Okay. That makes sense. You could use that every sixth TV show. But I also think that it started. So let's say that it did start in like the Doris Day era. If it started then, that was also when people dressed mm-hmm. nicely mm-hmm. every single day. Right. So that made sense then because mm-hmm. of course the man would have a dress shirt right there. Mm-hmm. Because that's what they wore. Guys aren't dressing like that every day. No. We can totally bring that back, though. I am totally a fan of bringing oh, back. Yeah. And then I'll wear the shirt in the morning. If you get yes. men to dress like that all the time, yes. I will put the shirt on in the morning. Although I'm really bad at being a girl. So I'm kind of intimidated by that whole thing. But then women were actually taught how to do those things. So <laughs> I made a list of 50 things I want to do before I'm 50. And I'm way over 50 things now, but still. And one of them was just to learn how to curl my hair. Yes. Some of the things were just super simple like that and how to accessorize. I told you, buy those curly things off Amazon that Madeline uses. The sleep stylers? No. I have the sleep stylers. I have the, I just don't put the time into actually doing it. So okay. I don't just sit here and go, oh, what should I do tonight? Instead, I make guess who games. I don't think about well, I mean, I'm not going to complain. I'm not going to complain about the guess who thing, but I cannot curl hair again. I don't know why I have three daughters. It's like curse yeah I can't I can't braid I can't curl I can't like I can do my own makeup not that I look fantastic but I think I look decent enough my daughter does her makeup way better than I do yeah I I just I'm not a good girl either in Mm -hmm. that kind of way so they have on Amazon these mesh curlers that you put a stick through they're probably the ones that I used when I was younger they're pink 
Like foam rollers? No, they're not foam. They're mesh, like a hard mesh. So you put the um, stick through it. I know what you're talking about. You did send those to me. Yes. Yeah. And then you take a piece of hair and you pull it through and then you just let it stay like that until it dries. You can sleep on them. I usually do Madeline's on the way to comps so that it's dried in the car ride. My problem is I shower in the morning. Oh. So that's, that's where the problem is. Okay. Well. if I work out in the morning, I shower in the morning. So even if. But you do I do shower daily. So I don't work out every day, but I do shower daily. But you do a decent amount of work from home. If you don't have to be on a Zoom call, you could do it then. That's and they true. can dry while you're doing all your paperwork and stuff. And then you can pull them out right before you go into the office or on date night or whatever you're trying to curl it for. I'll see. I don't know. I we'll just can't. See. I can't do curling irons. I either curl them too tight or too loose. I burn my hand 100,000 times. And by the time that we get wherever we're supposed to be, the curl is gone. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter. Like, all of my girls have a different texture of Ugh. hair. And um, I think there's all the product. Like, you're supposed to put, like, 20 things in your hair to hold it? Yeah. That's just where I get confused. Right. Welcome to the We're Bad at Being Girls <laughs> podcast. Tell us, what do you struggle with as a woman? <laughs> That is a whole other podcast, I'm sure. Yeah. So, all right. Anyway, back to General Hospital. Yeah, I just did not like the scene between Joss and Dex because it felt like they were talking about stuff they'd already talked about before, Mm -hmm. and it didn't move the storyline any more than to be like, oh, you work in a dangerous profession for my stepdad, Sonny. Oh, that's right. I caught you in the stairwell and recorded you. Yeah. Did we forget that? So having a very private, difficult conversation that obviously was talking about something shady and she was. Yeah. Yeah. They just need to, they need to do more than have the same conversation and have sex. Those are the only things that they do. And that's why I'm saying, that's why I'm just like, that's not, uh, I've never felt this way before. I feel so strongly for you. You are feeling something other than actual feelings. Just saying. She's a teen girl. That's a normal part. But I'm just saying. Of life also. So I'm trying to think of whatever other, like, not insignificant, but smaller. Little things we could talk about before they let up to. Dante and Sam are back. Yes. Yes, they are. I did not even write that down. (laughs) Hold on. It has to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so Sasha went to see Heather Weber and pretended to be a lawyer. I loved that. Loved it. And then called her out on trying to plead insanity. Loved that. But then Cody was there because he was paying for his parking ticket. Yeah. And he went to tell Dante, hey, by the way, Sasha's kind of doing something that I think is probably not going to be a good idea. Yep. And then Sam filled Cody in on the Ice Princess. Yeah. And it was good. It had, the storyline had purpose. We achieved something. It did feel like natural the way that it progressed. It made sense, Yeah. I was very happy with it. Well, because he was like, well, you know that that's cursed, right? And then, yeah, the conversation was not forced. It was, no, what are you talking about? Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I I was, I didn't need all their smoochy, let's take a shower together, whatever. But the rest of the story all made Despite sense. all the familial status stuff, I actually thought that was kind of cute. When she could, she's like, there's a spot on my back. I just can't. <laughs> like, that was cute. It was cute and flirty. They got their floating yes. down. Yes. Yeah. Well, also, Liz and Finn, they're cute now, too. They were being super cute. They were. If that's how they had started. Maybe people wouldn't 
Yeah. To be fair, if they're giving them a reset right now, it's actually not a bad reset. They're doing bad. pretty good with it. But then Scott showed up and we didn't hear her telling him everything. But the next scene was him over his paper going, what? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Elizabeth, what? <laughs> he was so good with his reaction. How did you get dragged into this? How did you think this was a good idea? Yeah. So you kept her captive and she's like, well, no, no, no. I came in after the fact. And he's right. like, but still, what are you doing? Right. It was very nice. And I love the fact that she said, you're like the grandfather to my boys and you're mm-hmm. the closest thing I have to a dad. Yeah. That was very sweet. It was. But then later when she oh. was talking with Cam about Esme and she said that Franco is technically her half sister. So Esme's kind of Cam's on. Stop. Auntie Esme. Stop. So how about we don't i know that some people have been like wouldn't that be something if cam and esme got together no no even though there is no blood no although no no because jeff is how heather has the last name yeah we always have to keep reminding ourselves of it because then that's also laura weber baldwin but then lucky and liz but it's whole other they've been doing this for decades guys the whole (laughs) We just give everyone the same last name with like 10 different last names. Yes. Then. Mm-hmm. But so Cam's cousin's brother is also his cousin. Cam's cousin's brother Spencer. is also his cousin. Because cousin. if Esme is Franco's sister and is technically Cam's aunt, her child would be Cam's cousin. So his cousin's brother is also his cousin. Wow. Okay. <laughs> My brain is not ready to absorb all is this. Right? Uh, yeah. I mean, that's when we're going to get into the blood stuff. Because he's not technically his cousin. I know. But, but he is his cousin. Okay. Oh, man. You're right. But sometimes your rightness is just a little too creepy. So my brain luckily doesn't go there. that's also technically Xander's son. Right. Technically. So Lucky being his father although lucky is his dad like that lucky adopt him i don't think so i think because he's been cameron weber yeah so i wouldn't think so either not that it matters i mean we've talked about the time that families work however they work we did a family tree yes they'd all be on it Mm -hmm. side by side and all over the place yeah yeah okay Mm -hmm. okay so heather hooked austin and then admitted that she has been the hook the whole time. Including Oz Haggerty, which I really did not think was her. I don't think she did. You don't think? Nope, okay. Because she says that she hooked Nicholas. Yeah. And he was not hooked. She is not the original hook. I think that she's copycat. Okay. I think that... And she did say, as, you know, revenge for my daughter, I would do anything for my kids, whatever. But when they threw out... Was it Nicholas or they threw out the name of somebody else? Cause I think they were trying to say like, is she actually confessing to things? Yeah. And I think she confessed to something that wasn't even done. Okay. Is okay. I, and I could be wrong. I could be mistaking what I thought while I was watching that, but I really do think that because she said that she hooked Nicholas. Right. And he wasn't hooked. No. So yeah. I don't know if again, we don't have to talk about it again, but 
All right, we're going to rewind. Uh, and seriously, Heather, this whole time. I will be Come really on. But I'm glad that everybody's making the connections at the same time. So, Heather hooks Austin, and then Esme ran out the door, and Ryan ran after her. Mm-hmm. And so, then Heather is standing there with Felicia and Ava, and they, of course, are not trusting her. And then she finally says, like, I don't really care about either one of you, so you can just go. Right. And then says the line to Ava that she said at the end of last week of, but don't you want to know what all he did for you? Because mm-hmm. this is all about you. And explains. I don't think she explained all of it. Ryan explained all of it, right? Yeah. Or she, like, she, like, she dropped of the iceberg. Of, do you, why do you think that Esme came to town? Why do you think Esme right. came with Spencer? Because... Yeah, and then and then Ava was able to have that conversation. Yes, so um, Heather gives her a gun and is like, whatever, go ahead, you should kill. I do love how clever Heather is, that she will kill certain people, but other people she totally sets it up. Like, Ryan's the one that killed the guards. She didn't have anything to do with that, even right. though she gave him the weapon. Right. And Ava was going to be the person that killed Ryan, and she didn't have anything to do with it. Even though she gave Ryan or gave uh, Ava the gun to go kill Ryan, so I like her pre-planning. But anyway, so Ava goes off and finds Ryan, and Esme is able to escape. But she does admit that her water just broke and she needs help. Yeah, I was impressed that she was moving around and getting where she needed to go, being in that much pain. Um, and then Ryan tells Ava. Well, Ava shoots Ryan. Uh huh. And only shoots his arm. His Yes. Shoulder. And he's like, see? You shot me. Well, Have it, you ever seen Austin Powers? Yes. You know the scene where the guy, like, they put him down in the chute and he's supposed to have burned and he doesn't burn. And then he's like, somebody please help me. I'm burnt very badly. And so Dr. Evil calls down and is like, listen, he's burned, but he's not dead. Can you guys fix this? And so they open up the door I mean you just hear all of this I remember being in the theater watching this with my uncle who took me to see Austin Powers originally crying I was laughing so hard and it's so not okay I mean that's what it was done for and he's like I designed this I know that we can get out just help me and then you hear the gunshot and he's like you shot me (laughs) (laughs) when Ryan said that I started laughing Oh my gosh. I wish that our listeners could have just seen all the expressions as much as I would hate the idea. Oh <laughs> as much as I would hate going live for YouTube, I also wish times like this that they could look at you because you are ridiculous, but it's funny as all heck. Well, anyway, you were going. <laughs> I, to- I did write that down. I was like, Austin Powers. I was like, no, somebody has to. Thank you for your Austin Powers recap in our general <laughs> hospital recap. We all appreciate it. Oh, my gosh. Please tell me I'm not the only one that thought of that. Okay, thanks. I hope you get lots of people who write in, but I did not. I have seen the movie, but apparently it did not have the same impact on my life as it did on yours. So I recall things like that very easily because I feel like you said it in the same tone. Okay. So that's just a whole other. Okay. Okay. So, yes, he is shocked that she shot him, but then he turns around and twists it and is like, but of course you couldn't kill me because we're meant to be together. I know. What you know. Ugh. And she's trying to shoot the gun. She has no more bullets. And I'm like, oh, Ava, come on. There has to be another bullet in there because he is so 
messed up that he could turn it around like that and try to make it like you two are going to live happily ever after. And then he explains like, yeah, I had to do this. I had to do that because I needed us here. And he said, husbands come and go or something like that. Yeah. And I was like, what? And she tried to shoot him because he got closer and closer. She had no bullets. And then boom <laughs> from behind. Mac. And it was Mac. I'm that was so the glad they gave best. him the justice. I know that he deserves so good. And Ryan even said like, it had to be you. Yes. So, so satisfying. So is he actually dead? Yes. We saw a body. Yes. Everyone ID'd him, including Kevin. I think that, I think that Ryan Chamberlain is dead. I do think that Ryan Chamberlain okay. is officially dead. There's no possible way. There's that... not a triplet somewhere. <laughs> Listen, I am still wondering why we have never done the triplet thing, but that's a whole other thing. Hey, but they can totally blame Ryan for Nicholas's death. I know. They can say that to get to Ava, he did that. Yep. I know. I was happy for Ava when I realized that. I know yep. that's so messed up, but I'm like, Ava, just well, blame then, it on Ryan. It's all good. And then when Mac was like, Ava was actually trying to almost not confess, but he's right. like, Ava, this is what happened tonight. You shot him. He was going after you. So I shot him. Yes. But it almost sounded like he was trying to be, but he wasn't. He was just reminding her like, no, 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 Ava, what you're thinking right now is not what happened. This, this is, is actually what happened. what happened. Yes. It's, it's legit. It's no way around it. Yeah. Oh, but then Mac, when he had to go tell Kevin and Kevin just knew. Kevin did know. And. He said, he did say as he leaned over the body, he was like, I could feel it this time. It yeah. actually, he's gone. And I was like, oh, and I liked that Felicia was a good friend to him at that moment. Yeah. So she was like, I'm very sorry. And he was like, he was crazy. And she's like, but, but he was still your, your brother. brother. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's one of those times that it's still your family. Your family can do bad things and you can still grieve. Yes. Because. Of the relationship that you are supposed to have right. with that person and it just wasn't. And then they're no longer with us mm -hmm. and it's, there's no possibility of reconciliation then. So it's kind of like a final, right. He could never get his, he could never get his brother to be good, even though I don't think he ever thought he really could, but I'm sure that might've had something to do with it, it was in the back of his yeah. mind, you know, you always want that healthy Absolutely. relationship with your family. And sometimes it just doesn't happen. No. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. 
But Mac did it. Mac did it. Oh. Mac did it. And Peter August died on February 23rd, 2022. And Ryan died on February 22nd, 23. Oh, so February is the month to just kill people. Yeah. And Felicia okay. killed Peter. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They can celebrate their murdering people's yep. days together. Damn, I'm really, really glad that it was Mac. Yes. Yeah, if it would have been. Oh, so good. Mm-hmm. Because at first I was like, oh, it's going to be Felicia. That would have been good, too. It but would have been. Mac no, deserved Mac deserves yes. that. Ryan deserved to get that from Mac. Yes. That sounds so horrible. It's a TV show. We can say it. Yes. And I liked that Ava was the one that told Felicia because she's like, and Ryan, like Mac's okay, but and yeah. Ryan and Ava's like, yeah, no, he's not doing so good. He's dead. Yeah. That was, they're going to have a weird bond that no one can understand. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. The same. Oh, it was so good though. It was, it was, it was good. But now Ava and Austin need to have a minute to talk. Yeah. So that they can explain that it was definitely Heather who did it because people are asking, asking, yeah, questioning. <laughs> I told you my words aren't working. It happens all the time. <laughs> questioning Austin on why were you even there to see Ava? You said you treated her a year ago. Right. Why are you suddenly popping up at her house? And there's not really a good reason. Mm-mm. No, there's not. And they just kept pushing Ava out. Like, no, he can't have visitors now. He can't have visitors. And she's like, I just need to tell him that we're going to tell everyone that Nicholas was killed by Heather or Ryan and let it go. Yeah. Just need a minute. I'm curious to see how that goes. I think Austin won't say anything. I don't think so either. There's really not any point. Mm -mm. It was an accident. And he threatened to take her child. Sorry. Sometimes it's just been so good lately. Sometimes you just get what you get. Don't threaten my kids. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. But then watching Esme put it all together, oh. you actually felt bad for her. She's like, that psychopath is my dad. And then Heather won't leave the room. So she gave birth at Windermere. Uh-huh. There was a paramedic there. Uh-huh. However, Kevin, uh-huh. the psychologist, uh-huh. delivered the baby. Uh-huh. With the paramedic just peeking over his shoulder. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. That happens every day. You know, just clarifying that. Uh-huh. I did like, oh, so before we get to like the whole hospital thing though, because when Laura and Kevin were still on the pier and they started talking about the catacombs. Yes. And I thought, so we recorded a whole piece about the catacombs also already. Yep. It'll be out in a few weeks. I don't even know. Mm-hmm. I think this week is the parapet. I think, is this week the parapet? So we have done Windermere, the parapet, and the catacombs, and the stables. Mm -hmm. And now we have to update the stables, because now Nicholas is there. Yes. And I was like, seriously, are we going to have to update the catacombs? I don't think we necessarily, we couldn't just say that it was mentioned. Yeah. But they're like, oh, I wonder, does Ava know, was it, does Ava know about the tunnels? From Windermere to the mainland? I think it was Ava that they were talking about. It was funny because it was it was Heather that told Felicia and yes. Ava to use the tunnels, yes. though. She was like, you guys know about those, right? The whole world does. Just go ahead and climb through that right. and you'll be fine. So I think it might have been. It might have been. But then they give Laura 
and she's like, oh, it's been so long. I really don't know if I can draw it. And then Mac presents her with like the, the tablet. And she said, wow, you guys have this? He's like, with all the chaos that the Cassidines have been causing, do you really think the PCPD does not have a map? And she was like, I don't know. If we were writing this storyline in the 80s, you wouldn't have. So. No. <laughs> but then that's when Laura told Kevin that Esme was Ryan's daughter. And that's when he put everything together of, oh, shoot, we need to get over there right. now. Because right. this it, cannot be good that Heather and Ryan have a or together. Right. And then Alexa showed up at that same time when they were still at the pier and was like, Hey, I just reread this letter for the 15th time and realized Heather has to be the mom. And why? And why? What did I say? It was because of the typewriter, because some of those, I I said that when I was reading it, I was like, the type was in, like, it was inconsistent and they went back old school and identified the typewriter. I did like that Alexis was smart enough to call and ask. And they were like, yeah, we have a typewriter. Sure. No, the only person that had access was Heather, blah, blah, blah. She didn't just assume stuff. She actually used her investigative reporting skills to investigate before Mm -hmm. she went around spreading information. So yeah, she came back with good journalism. Exactly. Good job, Alexis. Before we start saying things, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be first if you have the facts. True. So, yeah, she's like, by the way, Heather's the mom. And then it hits all of them like, oh, Uh-oh. crap, this is not a good situation. No. And then they said something about Esme being innocent. And they're all like, I don't know, Esme's innocent. Right but... now, she doesn't know what's happening. But yeah, she definitely did some stuff. Yeah. Before, but, and then that brings us to, they got the baby and everything off of Windermere, went to the hospital, and then that gets you to where... Well, we Winnemere is still where Heather announced that she was Esme's oh, mom yeah. to Esme. And, and she's, she's like, what? Yeah, she's like, I'm trying to have a baby. I can't process the fact that that crazy man's my dad. And now you're going to tell me that you're my mom. And even in active labor, they're like, push one more time. And she's like, I can't. And I kind of felt her like, if this baby's going to be a monster like my parents are, do I really have to do right. all this work to get it out? And they're yeah. like, yes, just push one more time. And the baby is adorable. But again... I'm sorry, I don't usually nitpick, but who is casting these babies? That baby it's is Colin. huge. And Esme is such a little girl. Right. And she was not that big. She, she was, was exactly proportionally pregnant. Exactly. It, it just makes sense that her baby would have been a little bit smaller than that. I'm not saying that they needed, you know, a tiny, tiny well, baby. We don't need six months old. Yeah. Parading around as and especially newborns. Like, okay, I'm not up on the current child labor laws and how long they can be on screen and whatever. But I feel like these five second clips that we see the baby's face and then it's done, you could use a younger child for that. Well, they could also do what they did with Wiley, the original baby Wiley's. Remember when we were coming out of COVID and they had those giraffes? And yes. when we interviewed their mom, they said she recorded them right in their crib at, in their crib at home and sent it in. So yeah, get someone who's like, Hey, my friend just had the cutest baby. I'll get, I'll take a little video, pop it on over. Yeah. And you can edit it mm-hmm. through. I, I just, I don't know. I know. I feel like there has to be enough babies out there that people are like, here, use my baby. It's cute that you could have a smaller baby. 
Those the babies they are currently using for Esme's and Willow's babies are adorable. Uh, absolutely adorable, but not newborns. And but not, not newborns. Well, Esme's at least was not supposed to be a preemie, right. so they they had a little bit more leeway there. But hmm. I know that little people can have big babies. Matt was nine eight, and I was much skinnier than I am now, <laughs> and so I understand. But you just didn't expect Esme to be like, here's my newborn. Can you help me hold him? Because he's 20 pounds. Right. Exactly. But anyway, she was happy and everybody's back and forth. Does she remember? Does she not remember? Does she know this? Does she not know this? Blah, blah, blah. And she doesn't seem to remember anything, but she does call the baby Ace. Mm-hmm. And, and then, she's like, that just makes sense. I don't know why. Yeah. I still don't think she's faking. I think just little memories are coming back. I did like that Laura told her, though, that she is not automatically guilty because of who her parents are. I like that Laura is at least putting in her head, you can be a good person. Right. You don't have to be a bad person. Right. Even if you did make bad choices before, you could make better choices now. Because she said the ace thing with when Matt came in. Yeah. And was questioning her. Right. So... And then I think he told her that Ryan was dead or Laura told her either Laura way. Told her. Laura told her because she, she like, said, oh, goodness, she said she didn't want the baby back. The baby was in the nursery. Yeah. Yes. And Laura said, as had had a dream that um, Heather had come and kidnapped yes. the baby. Yes. And so then she asked Laura where the baby was. And Laura said, oh, he's in the nursery. I can go have them bring him to you. And she was like, no, I don't want him back. What kind of parent am I going to be? And he's not safe because Ryan and Heather. And she was like, yeah, no, Ryan's dead. And Heather's locked up, which isn't very reassuring because, again, Heather's broken out how many times? And they mentioned that so many times. Yes. Like, she's, like, known for the fact that she just comes and goes as she pleases. But at least Esme was made aware that she's not there. Yes. And I love Spencer with the baby. Yeah. Is such a proud big brother. He is. He's He's so cute. Sunny, Sunny, like Uncle Sunny. Look at right. Is he cute? Like I love him. Yes. So I would be okay if he got custody for a while. Like if we have to send Esme away. Yeah. Nicholas isn't there. I feel like he could move in with Laura, and the two of them could take care of the baby. It would. I love that Ava told him. The truth, even it was though painful. it hurt. And then he started to have that little attack of, oh my gosh, I'm why my dad did. All-. And she's like, no. Right. Your dad shut that down. He's makes his own choices. Yeah. You didn't know. But I did feel bad for him because he's like, Ava, why are you here? Did yeah. you come to see the baby? I mean, I'll show him to you, but that's weird. And she's yeah. like, no, thank you. <laughs> hmm. What else with Ryan before we move on? Oh, and it was on the pier that they told that they told Trina and Spencer that as yes. was and Heather told him that he was next. Yes. I mean, it didn't take a genius to figure that out, but yeah, that's kind of scary to yeah. hear that that was her next intended one. And I loved how she was very whatever, whenever they're questioning her, she's like, yeah, I didn't mean to kill Brando. I was going after Jocelyn. It was not my fault. You know what day he was looked? What day? My birthday. Oh. Dante straight up said September 13th, Brando Corbin was hooked. And I'm like, he was hooked on my birthday? That makes me sad. I'm sorry. I know. 
But Robert congratulated Jordan on catching the hook. Yeah, which made it feel like she's not the actual hook. I mm-hmm. agree with you there. But also, she said that she hooked Nicholas and then was told that Ryan died. And so she now doesn't really have the motive to lie. Right. I think, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. I don't think, I can't be her. I don't know if there's a second hook or if she's just crazy enough that she's purposely feeding them wrong information that she hooked people that she didn't hook so that they're like, oh no, now you're crazy because you're talking about you hurt people that you didn't hurt. Mm -hmm. But I did love Sasha. Like we hit on briefly earlier. I did love Sasha going in there and being like, she didn't have to say anything. And that's the part that I feel like will hold up in court is she didn't identify herself as your lawyer. They said that you sat down, walked in and was like, blah, 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 blah. I killed no, this person. she did. She does spot herself to the officer yes. out front as her lawyer. That's lying to a police officer. That I'm is. I'm pretty sure that's not yeah, slap on the wrist. Bad. But she did not tell Heather that she was her lawyer. So when Heather was talking to her, there you go. Heather assumed. But Heather was under the assumption that she was her attorney and she didn't do anything. That is true. She didn't pay her any money. She didn't sign any contracts. Okay. I feel like there's a loophole there, but I am totally loving what Sasha did. Uh, Yeah, I would understand if they didn't want to use that in court, but I feel like we need to allow it. Because Heather is just nuts. Yeah. And Sasha will finally get to stand up and be like, no, listen, she said she was going to do this. She said she was going to do that. She's a liar. She's manipulating the system. She needs to go down. Yes. And even if none of that happens, just the conviction that she said it to Heather, like, I got you. Yeah. Yeah. She deserves a win. It was a really good week for the people that need closure and that little one-up of it's getting better. Yeah. You know, because Mac now does not have to worry about Ryan torturing anybody. But especially Felicia. Yeah. Ever again. Mm-hmm. I think that was it, but that was all so good. It was all so good. We should have just gotten this one out of the way, because now we have to talk about Michael and Willow. <sighs> Sonny asked Brooklyn to help with Michael and Willow. And Michael walks in and is like, you don't need to ask for her help. I'm already here. And then they have a conversation and Sunny wants Willow to forgive Nina enough that Nina can spend time with her before she dies. And at the exact same time, Nina's at the hospital hearing Drew saying that he's handling paperwork, which also I hate whenever they do things that are so not real life. Everyone has been anyone that's been in the hospital knows that they'll tell you the night beforehand, Oh, we're going to discharge you tomorrow. You may get discharged at 8 AM and be out the door at eight Oh five, or you may not get discharged until 10 o'clock at night. It does not matter. You have to have that paperwork. That's all signed, sealed and delivered before mm-hmm. you're leaving. You don't get to send someone else in later as your proxy to sign papers, right? It doesn't happen. So he's there to finalize papers and Nina's like, what? Where she She's is gone? of sound state and mind. It's not right. like he's POA. It's right. Not- and I feel like even if he was POA, he'd have to do it at time of discharge, right. not hours later. Right. But whatever. And so Nina's like, what? If we're wrong, just let us know, because that's a crazy story, too. Yeah. That's true. I mean, maybe it is different yeah. somewhere else, but I feel like that's no, all I feel HIPAA, like blah, that- blah, blah, blah. It would have to be the same. I think so. 
so Nina assumes that Willow died and is like, what? Willow's not with us anymore? And Drew's like, no, what are you talking about? She went home. Yes, to spend time with her family. Because there's nothing else they can do here. And Nina keeps harping on how awful it is. And he just keeps saying, there's nothing else we can do here. Well, and she's like, oh, she's giving up. No, she's going home to spend time with her children. Right. In their home. Because instead of, as of right now, there's nothing else they can do here. Yeah. He's prioritizing. Yes. That's everyone makes their own decisions. And this is the one that she is making. And maybe she didn't want to be held hostage in her room where you could barge in wherever you felt like it. When instead she could be home with her kids right. and the people that actually matter to her before she dies. Stop having Wiley guilt her though, please. It's so, I know little kids, aren't sensitive to what's going on in the world around them a lot of times as far as how other people are feeling. And so they say things that you're like, oh my gosh, that just broke my heart, even though you didn't mean right. it to. But that's like all that kid says to her. You never play with me. Are you going to play with me now? You're always so tired. Are you not going to be tired anymore? Right. He would not guilt her like that all the time. No. Absolutely not. And so he went up to the main house. We still didn't tell him. I don't know if I would tell him at that age. It's such a up in the air. Right. She might not. Right. There's no time frame. Like this is your definitely your last 24 hours with her. She could live for another couple months. And now all you have him doing now he's going to walk up to her every day and be like, are you dead yet? Are you dying today? <laughs> yeah. So. Ooh, but Drew did tell Nina that she is the only one to blame for why Willow feels that way about her. Yes. Because it's the truth. Thanks, mm -hmm. Drew. And Nina, again, starts trying to talk crap about Carly. And it's like, why is this important? Mm -hmm. Whatever's going on with her and Drew or not going on with her and Drew, you kept Sunny hidden for years or for months. Be quiet. I'm just I'm just tired of her saying the same thing. Mm -hmm. I want Willow to either get healed or to die and to stop this in and out, back and forth, same conversations. Yeah. I don't want Willow to die. I'm just saying, if that's where we're going, well, that's let's why get it done. now I want her to, because I'm like, can we just be I'm done with this already? I'm tired of the All About Nina show. Shocker. I don't like Nina. I'm tired <laughs> of hearing her. The only book I could read the name of oh, on their bookshelf was Hellraiser. Okay. In Willow and Michael's house. Okay. Yeah. That was, that was interesting. I think that that was it, though. I mean, it was, it was a great week. It was, but it all went together. Like, everything yes. happened one after another. It connected nicely. I really liked it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and Smoltz called Alexis. Yes. And that's when she found out who the people that escaped was. And that's what. Because mm -hmm. I'm like, there was somebody else that was mentioned. Because we haven't heard about Smoltz right. in a Right, and then time. she called him or one of the editors and was like, we have the hook. Blah, blah, blah. Can't talk again. We have the hook killer. In custody, blah, 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 yeah. to, like, get the story written. But it's all going to come out, obviously. It is. I can't wait. I know. It's good. It's good. It's very good. Yes, yes, yes. It's almost like they're building up to something that might be happening in a month. <laughs> you think? Like a big a big thing. Like a big anniversary or really? something? I don't know, though. So it's your day to do reality check. This weekend was Madeline's first dance competition. And we were in Altoona, PA, which is only like an hour and a half from us. So that was good because it was a nice straight shot yeah. and whatever. And I was, I was okay. I had the stuff together and all that, but there always has to be something that gets like tossed in there to mess up 
what you think is doing well. So they performed their trio on Friday night. And this is happening. Sorry. Okay. So they have, there's like different levels of awards. It's silver, gold, high gold, What's, platinum, no. and diamond. No. Mm-hmm. No. And then there are different categories where there's um, like recreational, which is what Madeline's level is. And then the more professional levels, like competitive levels. They're all judged. It's a competition and whatever. But they still know, you know, their skill level. She's not as good as some of the kids that have been dancing for longer. And that's fine. Fair enough. She's only. Oh, no. It's not an age thing. There's dancers that are way younger than her that are amazing. And that's awesome. And I'm very proud of them and happy for them. Their parents obviously have a lot more time and money than Madeline's mother has to put into it. Because if you have a dancer, you know, just like everything else with kids, it is very expensive. Yeah, it's not cheap. So, um, trio and duo, so two or three kids performing together, was Friday night. She went and did her dance. They got fourth place high gold. So it was a good a good award and they it, they gave them like an actual little medal that they got to wear. And so it was cute. I have a picture Aww. of the three of them um, that I'll show you of them with their medal or whatever. So we go back to the hotel and she takes a shower. Cause like you're talking about with hair stuff, she had to have her hair curled for that. So there's tons of hairspray and nastiness in her hair and whatever. And so she is like, oh, my back's really itchy. Super sensitive skin. Oh, no. My back's itchy. Mm. Well, I didn't bring anything. But in the hotel, they have, and this is not to slander any companies. I'm just telling you the product that it was. It was the Dove uh, Body Moisturizer. Yeah. that's It sounds like, like good. That's like one of the top. It's a decent brand. And you always see that it's dermatologist suggested. Yeah. Like it's a very we're not, like, we're reputable. All good to go. Exactly. Oh, and, no. and I use Dove. I love Dove. So, again, not not saying anything Everyone, for anyone can have an allergy to anything yeah so oh my gosh so my back is so itchy my back is so itchy so i take a big old gob of the moisturizer and slather it on her and in 2.5 minutes her entire back is bright red oh my goodness on fire she is crying her eyes out so I throw her in the tub with just water like don't use any product just water and wash her all down and whatever and she gets into bed, falls asleep, wakes up at three in the morning. We have to be up at six because she has to be back at the place for seven for her call time. So up at three in the morning, bawling her eyes out because her back hurts so bad. So I'm laying in bed from three until four, rubbing her back till she finally gets to sleep. But I still can't move because then she'll wake up. So I was up till since three in the morning on Saturday. Get her up on time to get ready. I cannot touch her without her crying. Everything hurts. Her eyes are watering. She has other splotches all over her body. And I'm like, Oh my God. So I get her dressed and we go. And luckily these are the two dances that she loves. She likes the trio, but these are the two like group dances that she loves. The one, um, she's a Barbie doll and it's really cute. Cause each girl is like a different Barbie Aww. doll. Like they have flight attendant Barbie. They have ballerina barbie they oh, have okay. what was she um, she's baker barbie oh so her outfit's super cute or whatever and i lucked out as a mom that she had to have the same hairstyle for both of those dances oh, so i only had to put nice. it up once and be done for the whole day so that was great but anyway so they did their dances and even though she was in pain she loves those dances so she like lit up on stage and like hit all her marks and whatever so for the 
Barbie dance, which is her second favorite, they got second place high gold. And for coffee to go, which is cute, they have a hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. The, these levels. Yep. That is not the placement. It is like high gold yep. one, two, three. Right. Oh my what Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. I thought it was okay. Nope. All right, cool. Nope. There's like a one through ten of every one of those five levels, which I think is nice because I feel like they're trying to include more kids and like Yes, good job. It's kind of like where the world is now. Trophies, everyone, that's yeah. That's not the real I, world. I know. But I think they're trying to encourage the love of dance. Like, you still did a good job and stuff. You can encourage the love of it, but you also have to encourage the... That now everyone wins. Yes, yeah. I know. And there were teens that didn't win. And as it got to the harder levels, less people won. But mm-hmm. anyway. I'm not saying, like, break a five-year-old's heart or anything. Madeline's no. older than that. But still, yes. it's... I I see both sides of it. Yeah. It's kind of like... I, mean, I got a trophy just for... Finishing the soft, softball, softball season, but I actually also won. Like, my team won. So, I don't right. know if I got it because I won or because yes. I so There were kids that did not get awards, so there is that reality part of it. I don't I don't know. I honestly don't care. Madeline dances because Madeline loves dancing. Madeline is on the comp team because she asked to be on the comp team. I don't care where they place. Other than it's cute to see that smile. So for the coffee dance, they literally have little coffee cups that they like toss behind them. It's really cute. And they have this huge coffee mug that they all start out standing around and then they dance and then come back around it for their final pose. They got first place high gold. And she was the one because each kid gets a turn getting the award. It was her turn to get the award. So she got to jump up and they handed her the thing. And oh, my God, the smile on her face, just ear to ear. First place high gold. So happy. So it made it totally worth it. And then um, she didn't seem another mom hack that I feel like most people have used. She was so upset in the morning about being in pain. And of course I had no Benadryl with me, Mm -hmm. but I had Tums with me. And I was like, there's an anti-inflammatory in Tums. Take these and you will start to feel better. And so that placebo effect had hidden and we made it through the comp. And then I went and got her Benadryl and all was good. And she's with the world. And, (laughs) And yeah, so... Oh, so yeah, it was a good good and weird thing. (laughs) It's just one of those things, like, who would have thought? Well, now you have to find out what was in it that didn't. I don't don't know. She has very, very, very sensitive skin, super dry. Like, whenever she takes her leggings off, there's, like, skin flakes in her pants. That's how dry she is. Been to the dermatologist, tried every lotion that I can think of imaginable, all reputable, great companies that use nothing that should be hurting your skin and yet it does not it doesn't cause a reaction but it doesn't heal anything either so if you have a magic product that you've tried that is great for super sensitive it's not like an eczema or it is more it's like an eczema not a psoriasis that she has so if you have a product please write in and tell me because i will try anything because um yeah over the counter and prescriptions we've gone to the dermatologist blah 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 nothing poor girl nothing works Poor mom. There's nothing worse than probably not the being worst able mom to... in the world. It's 11 o'clock at night. She's exhausted. And she's like, my back is itchy. And I'm like, here, I'll fix it. And then, no. <laughs> did not fix I mean, it. Made it a hundred times worse. You did what moms do, though. It was, you didn't know. No, I didn't know. But, but like, she's crying in the bathroom the next morning about, you know, why is it? Because none of the other kids have this skin issue. And right. so she's like, why am I the one that has it? And her little tears streaming down her face. And it just... <laughs> It makes you feel like a bad mom, even though you know you've done but maybe, everything. But maybe her purpose is to find out what the cure is for that. Okay. 
In 20 years, when she discovers that, I'll be all in. Right now, when we still don't know. Well, right now, maybe you will. Uh, maybe you will. And okay. then that will be. I'll go get a become, degree in chemistry. Because you don't even have to do that. There's people that have created their own products because of something like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Get to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not as good so as you week, are. Next week on next week's show, Amanda <laughs> is going to have Shark Tank. amazing <laughs> products. Amanda's Shark Tank week next week, where I'm going <gasps> to tell you what Shark Tank with you. Sure. I'll pitch. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay. I'll go back to you. If you know a product that already exists. Yes. Lori, because she would get it on QVC. Yes, I love that. Please let me know because I'm not going to discover my own product anytime soon. Thank you. Let's <laughs> take yours. Oh, heck yeah, well. <laughs> so, okay. what's yours? My daughter started that paid work experience this week. And I'm so happy for her. so proud of herself and... I texted you and I'm like, I can't stop crying. Like it was, you know how hard it has been to even get like this little. Yeah. Let me like, tell you how shocked I was that she had a text <laughs> me. She was crying about something. It was something. on and off, but I was just like, it was just, it's one of those, I am so exhausted and it's finally here. But now we have so much more to do to get. Yes. But it's all worth it because you do see the sense of accomplishment yes. in her. And it's yes. awesome. And she still is working her other job. So she worked nice. out on Friday and because they're supporting. So, yeah. But she got to play with the cats. Is that the best part? I know. She's like, I had to clean their litter boxes. Like, it's the same thing that you have to do with Cookie. Right. And, and she knows. But no one enjoys cleaning. I mean, I have to no. identify with her there. No one's like, yay, no. litter boxes. But, but you take care of them. So, yay. I'm so happy yeah, for her. And me for too. you. And just... Mm. And there is, there's a committee that I've had to step back from that meant a lot to me, but they meet the last Wednesday of every month from one to three and I have to pick her up at two. So depending on where I am, I'd right. be in the car the whole way because I can do, it's all on zoom, but, right. and then I drop her off and I would still be in the car like around three. And I was just like, you know what? I, yeah. I am not adding that stress to my day. It's not fun to live in the car. No, no, it's, it's nice when it happened that way and I was able to. So that was a great perk. Right. But for me to do it even once a month to know that that's how I'd be doing it every single month is just, yeah. you know, that's my time was done with that. I'm still supporting in other ways, but I just won't be a part of it. So, and they have to understand that being the oh, first. Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, but now I'm working on her summer schedule and trying to figure that out. <laughs> No, thing at a time. no, but I have to because I know. Oh, I know. I know. But we're going to end on the happy note yes, of yes, today. Yes, yes. Our kids yes. accomplishing stuff. Yay. All right. <laughs> so join us on Thursday as we discuss some part of Windermere and Spoon Island. We're just not sure which one we're going to release yet. I'm going to go with the easiest one to edit. There you go. <laughs> that sounds like a great that sounds like a good me. plan. Okay. All right. You'll be just as surprised as we are. <laughs> have a good weekend. And we'll no, nope. Have a good week. And we'll meet you at the pier. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to pier54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Pier 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect. So if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.